Hello and welcome to episode 97 of Onion Unlimited podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Torridan. And in this episode, I'm talking to my oldest friend ever. He's like really, really, really old and we've got lots of memories. So this is going to be a trip down memory lane. There we go. So uh, hello, my name's Daniel and I'm joined by my uh, bestest ever matey, uh, Matthew. Math for short. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know, I've been holding my tongue yeah, when you said the oldest, oldest. I was oldest. thinking, hang on, hang on, where's the disconnect button? How dare he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are getting like on a bit now, though, aren't we? I'm, I was I uh, 53 the other day. It was my birthday oh, on October the yes. 3rd. How old are you now? Uh, 51. So I'm Good always going to be younger than you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we known each other? Oh, since we were 52. <laughs> I don't know. Were we about the age four, five? Oh, I know. Six, I, was, seven, maybe? I was seven. You were seven, I so was I would, seven. Have, would have been yeah. five then. Yeah. 19, uh, 1977, it was. Grief. And I moved wow. from uh, Spalding in Lincolnshire yes. to um, Crayford, well, Erith. That was yes. where we lived, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you remember our first meeting, the very first time that we met? Or were you a bit too little? Oh, I don't know. To be honest, you know, no, I don't. Um, I do. I do. I, 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 do I, I, yeah, I nicked off with your uh, Batmobile. <laughs> Did I have it at the hall? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, my dad knew oh, your dad. Yes. From years and years and years ago. My dad used to live down Dartford Way and he knew knew your right. dad when he was a kid. Yes. And uh, when we moved into the area, my Came dad said, I'm going to take you around to meet some old friends, yeah. Mm. And uh, we turned up at your house at uh, Cloudsley Road. That's right. Number one. <laughs> and, uh, the, yeah, that was quite funny because I remember um, my dad nudging me and saying, uh, give him one of your toys. I was like, what? Said, <laughs> as a present, toys. give him one of your toys. Give didn't him one you, of your toys. Didn't cars. you go and get something really crap to start <laughs> <Yeah>. with? <laughs> so I went upstairs. <laughs> Yeah. And I got this this car that I basically had already taken into the shed and beat up with a hammer because I, <laughs> I don't ask me why I used to do that to my matchbox cars if you, you remember did. the brand you did used and to I do used that. to get them and I used to make them look like they'd been in an accident I, I obviously had some dark side to me and I used to smash them up with a hammer in the shed and, and I thought it was really cool that this car would be crushed to a pulp you know was that the I, one you gave me and then I thought when he said go and give 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 him one of your cars I thought I'm going to one of these crap ones. <laughs> Except you didn't get away. You didn't get away with it, though, did you? No, because he goes, "No, not that one. Your best one." And I looked at him like, "How could you say that in front of him?" Not the best one. The best one. And he he almost looked over my shoulder as I was choosing, and and I could feel his eyes upon me. And that's that was the Batmobile, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I cherished that. <laughs> I, I should hope so. I hope you didn't smash it up. No, I didn't. No, I love that little Batmobile. It was a, uh, yeah, it was actually a matchbox one, wasn't it? Because years later I got a, uh, my mum and dad bought me a Corgi one. Yeah. You know, was big, that the one that used to fire bits out the back? Yeah, it was like a bigger, bigger toy, wasn't it? It had yes. uh, yellow rockets that came out of the back and it also had that uh, wire cutter that, that <laughs> blade that, 
flew out was that on, on the front. front? Yeah, yeah, something. on the front. It was like a yeah. little disc thing or something. Yeah. yeah. And they had little was, Batman and Robin uh, people that you could take out of it as and well. And the things that you put in the tubes that it would fire out the back, you'd soon lose. So you end up using matchsticks. Matchsticks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> matchsticks. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I used to take uh, Batman and Robin to the uh, Kingdom Hall, to the meeting. <laughs> they used to sit next to me on a chair. <laughs> They're like really tiny, about half an inch big. <laughs> Yeah. It was funny, actually, because in uh, one of your recent episodes, you were talking about being used in um, on your dad's talks yeah, um, to read scriptures and bits and pieces like that. And it reminded me of a couple of things that my dad had done. And uh, he got me to make a, um, um, a model of the – oh, heck, the name of it escapes me. You know, the big um, – statue the, the babylonian statue thing that was represented by all the different uh, world powers oh yeah the head of gold and the uh, nebuchadnezzar's uh, the image yeah that's it yeah nebuchadnezzar's image and yeah. he wanted me to make one out of lego all right okay. so so i made this thing he said make it as big as you can i mean obviously i didn't have all the right color bricks we never do do we they're always <laughs> multicolored so there was this multicolored um, thing, oh, the, which the head really of green. <laughs> head of green, yellow, and blue. <laughs> mixed. I think the feet were meant to be the mixed colour, weren't they? But, you know, this whole thing was a little bit mixed up. Oh, but we brilliant. had to use a bit of poetic licence. And, and I built this thing up. And um, <laughs> I won't say his name because I'm not sure if I should say people's names on here or not. Yeah, but you can. Oh, God. <laughs> there was a – I do if you remember Dave Boylan. Who oh, used I do. Be, a dustman. I do, dustbin Dave, yeah. I've got other stories about that that I might yeah. come back to. But yeah, he, was give, he was given charge of this ball. And my dad was going through the talk, talking about this model. And, and this thing was standing there. And I'm sitting there near the front of the audience, looking at my Lego set, thinking I built that and how proud I was. And it was standing and it hasn't fallen over. And my sisters were like smiling like they do all encouragingly. And then my dad said about the 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 piece of rock that would be taken out of the mountain that would crush the oh, image. Oh, no. And Dave Boylan ran down the aisle with this ball. And he basically <laughs> did like a, a, a cricket bowl, overarm sort of style. Straight into your Lego. Straight into it. He, it was a perfect shot. Um, I'll give him that. It was a perfect shot. He hit this thing so solid, the bricks went everywhere. Absolutely <laughs> everywhere. And... Oh, I, I was I was in tears. You I was absolutely you, you in know, tears. Yeah, you should have done. You should have read the story before before you went. <laughs> I should have expected it, shouldn't I? <laughs> but it was the fact that I'd put all that time. But then, oh. of course, the talk came to an end. Yep. And then it's going to be a, like a five-minute song and in the watchtower. And there's Lego all over the platform. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having to scoop up all this Lego really quickly. And I'm in tears and I don't want to help. You know, my dad's like, come on, help me get all this Lego. And I'm like, look at him in disgust, you know. You broke oh, my that's Lego. Brilliant. Your, da- your dad used to give some awesome talks. Oh, I remember was- uh, something, something I just remember about your dad giving talks. He used to get the audience laughing. Mm. And they'd all be laughing. Everyone was laughing. The whole kingdom all was laughing. And then all of a sudden his face had go really serious. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, mm. oh, should we be? Should we be laughing? Should we have been laughing at that? <laughs> oh, that was that was an awesome. Uh, you know, as I was saying to someone the other day, as as much as 
I'm glad I'm out of the organisation. I'm glad I'm not a witness anymore because yeah. I just don't believe it's true and I don't like the way that things have gone, you know, with the governing no, body and what have absolutely. you. Absolutely. I don't think it was all bad. No. And I think I think what you've got to look at, and, and yeah. I think that comes into, uh, again, coming back to one of your podcasts, you were talking about, you know, should we, apo- should we accept an apology or should we uh, forgive? That was it, wasn't yeah. it? And I think when you look at it um, – if you look at the individuals that are witnesses, yep. 90 plus percent of them are perfectly fine. They're lovely people. Yeah, decent folk, Very, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And I think they're just being led along. And I think that a lot of them could be in a bit of a difficult situation where they're stuck in a bit of a... Um, yeah, they're stuck. Uh, yeah. They're stuck, aren't they? They yeah. can't get out because they know the consequences. They can't question. They can't do this and that. So they just have to go along with it. And they're, they're, it's almost like they're just being herded along. Um, also, I think that's I think that's changed to some degree mm. as mm. well because there wasn't – I can't remember as a kid there being that level of control. No. I, no. I remember coming around your house and um, spending – hours with your mum and dad sometimes in late into the evenings we'd just mm. be sat in your front room talking about you know spiritual stuff yes. biblical stuff and we would really be speculating and your yes. your mum particularly yeah. and your dad used to do this as well but your mum particularly she was always on the ball and she would she'd yeah. ask these like really awkward questions you know there's a verse in the bible that says this but yeah. then there's another one that says this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? do, do you know, with, with all respect to her, obviously, as you know, and yeah. your listeners will know, once you're out, you don't, they don't talk to you anymore. So I've obviously not spoken to mum since no. I left uh, or any of my family, really. Um, and I think um, it, obviously that hurts a lot. It, it does, does doesn't it? Because, yeah. because you kind of think to yourself, you know, I might never actually get to speak to her again before she goes. Because yeah. she's late. She's old now. Yeah. You know, she's in her 90s. And, and it, it's quite sad, really, because you'd love to. But, you know, I won't out of respect to her. That's right. Yeah, I'm, the same, I'm the same with my um, dad. You know, he's 84. He, you know, he refuses to speak to me, so I'm not going to push it. <clears throat> no, 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 of course not. But um, coming back to this point we were talking about with the uh, the sort of studying and things, mm. I always remember my mum always, I think it used to be a Tuesday, used to be her study day. Mm. And she wouldn't do any chores. It would literally be she'd get up, have a breakfast in the morning, um, and then she'd get a cup of tea, sit down with a cup of tea, and she'd get all her books out, and she would spend the day just studying. And you pop in to see her, and she'd have books open. She'd have a big oh, yeah. study Bible yeah. with all the all the columns down the side. She'd be writing notes in. And her study Bible, it was almost like a family squabble that in the will, we don't care about money or material <laughs> yeah, assets. We all want Bible. Bible. Who gets the <laughs> yeah. Bible, you know? Yeah. And they'd always, we'd be like having yeah. sticks and whoever draws the shortest stick would get it, you know, because it was filled with so much wisdom and yeah. and I mean that because she was she enjoyed studying, and she didn't just go. She didn't just go by the official line either. She she no. would read the Bible and say, "Look, I've read this, and it says this here." She and those was, conversations used to be awesome. Mm, absolutely, I used to um, love it. And I think she was really the. Um, 
and I know my dad, even if he was around now, he'd agree. She was always the backbone for my dad. Yeah, um, absolutely. He was good, but he always struggled because when he was younger, because of his age, he was obviously, his, his, a lot of his youth was during the Second World War. Yeah. And so his school was bombed, so he didn't really get a good education. He was dyslexic, so he had trouble reading and taking my things school, my in. school looked like it had been bombed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah we, 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 we went to school in the 80s. And our we did, yeah. Really bombs. <laughs> in That's South it. East London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was normal for us, wasn't it? Yeah. She was, but, though. She was absolutely <clears throat> backbone, wasn't she? And not just of yeah. your family, I think no. uh, congregation as well. Yes. Yeah, and was she one probably of those... still is. Yeah, she's she one of those yeah. that a lot of people would go to, and she had time for everyone. Um, yeah. So I've, I'll always, I always will have a respect for her from that point of view because. Yeah, you know, I think I think what's I think what's you know? changed. It, mm. It's not so much like you say. It's not so much the people that have changed. You know, there's still some lovely folk in mm. there. I think the organisation has actually changed around them. It certainly mm. changed around me, and it kind of there yeah. was a, a tightening up of all sorts of stuff. Like going back when I was a kid, basically a congregation, the um, the uh, the kind of dynamic of mm. a congregation was often set by whoever the elders were. Absolutely right. And we had we had the likes of your dad, Laurie. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had my dad, who was a bit yeah. a bit of a character as well, wasn't he? Yeah, um, we had one. We had ones like Clive. Um, yes, remember Clive? Yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah. think he's he's around now, is he's, he? No, sadly, no. I think he got Alzheimer's. Yeah, but they, went, these were like such a shame. These, these were like <clears throat> guys that have been through the Second World War. Yeah, and right. they were real characters. And when you went to the meetings, I mean, there, yeah. there was no videos or. No. Um, you know, original songs and all this sort of stuff. They were literally Lego yeah. models of Nebuchadnezzar's image. Or, <laughs> That's it. Well, you think yeah. you think in in Crayford um, congregation there was it was like Sir Peter, Peter, um, oh, Derek, uh, Derek. Oh, Derek. Derek's talks were always about animals. Every talk was about animals. Yeah, and but Bleminette wasn't it so interesting? There was oh, yeah. always something interesting. And Absolutely. as a kid, I used to love his talks because I used to listen out for this fact about this animal that he was talking about. Woodpeckers. I still remember the one about woodpeckers banging their heads against the wall. Yeah, yeah, all these little things that he used to... But they were always spot on because he used to love his animals, didn't he? Loved Um, his animals. And I I think what's kind of happened over the years, I think mm. there's been a lot more tightening up with regard... Like, you know, once upon a time, public talks were an hour long and you've got to make your own outlines up. Yeah, that's it. Individual, weren't they? They were individualised. Yeah, Yeah. and then I don't know why, but there was this sort of idea brought in that talks shouldn't be to entertain. And then it started... Mm. Things started getting tightened up, didn't they, where they had an outline where you had to stick rigidly to the outline, although at first I don't think any of us did. (laughs) (laughs) It took a while to change that. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. And And then then eventually it ends up, you know, now the talks are a little more than just showing a video yeah it's almost like they're, they're instead of giving the talk they're more like an MC. they're just introducing the <laughs> next it. stage yeah you know right now we're gonna have a song now, now we're gonna, gonna have, have song. now we're gonna watch a video now we're gonna watch yeah. a video yeah and then what did you think of the video so there's no room really for any individual thought there's and, not and, and i, I think and i don't that mean is... that in a bad way like no. as in like no. trying to pull people away but it it makes it, it's it pulls in this instead of people being able to have a collective thought of their own 
Yes. Um, and all yeah. agreeing because they've yeah. come to that conclusion themselves about a belief. Yeah. Like, you know, you could get, you could, like, we, like we were just saying about sitting around talking till the early hours of the morning almost, we can all be sitting there talking and discussing a scripture. And without any other influence, we can all put our piece in and get a full understanding of that scripture based on each individual's perspective of that same scripture. And you go away with like, oh, I never looked at it from that angle before. That's really interesting. You weren't scared to say anything, were you? (laughs) No, of course not, because we all knew we had the same goal. We was all heading in the same direction. That's it. It's just that we all had our individual uh, thoughts. And and, and now it it just seems like instead of having that, it's like, this is the thought, that's it. No no, no room for it. Well, the way it is now is they, you know, read the paragraph, ask the question, repeat the paragraph, move on. You know, that's that's it. Pretty much it. I must yeah. admit, I mean, I uh, I did serve as an elder for a period of time uh, back in my early thirties, uh, mm. and obviously got disfellowshipped, and then I I went back. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, that's another story. But I went I went back for ten years, and I was mm. actually just before I left. Actually, I was um, at the stage where they were considering me to be an elder again, and mm. I'll be honest, I was actually. <sighs> I was in two minds about that because mm. the I always loved giving public talks back in the day when, you know, yeah, we did have an outline, but you could go a little bit off-piste and, mm. you know, sort of uh, make your own drawings, <laughs> you know. I yeah, actually had sure. a, uh, I had a massive life-size uh, picture I drew of that Nebuchadnezzar's image. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but, you know, now. But I bet it was still in one piece when you went home. <laughs> it was still in one piece when I went home, yeah. Unlike my Lego set. Yeah. I just I just think it's great, you know, that we've we've kind of got the same background and we've we've mm. kind of sort of seen things change over the years. And I d I don't yeah. think it's for the better myself. No. I think no, it's I don't um, think so either. I think it's perhaps more organised, but uh it's sort of lost yeah. a bit of that character, isn't it, that it that it had when we were yeah. when we were kids. Do you do you remember Pete? Um Pete McKinley, who, uh, McKinley yeah. yeah. And he used to work in the gas um, for British Gas, didn't he? He did. And, uh, and he always I always had remember black years hair ago. Because he used to dye it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. And whenever he laughed, it was his shoulders that moved. It was. They always went up and down. But I always remember years ago because people had this habit of keep adjusting the temperature in the hall. Yes. And they would get up and adjust the thermostat and, or they'd complain and someone would adjust the thermostat. So they disconnected the thermostat and put it somewhere else, but left the thermostat there. So people just turning a knob. So people would get up and it was like a placebo, effectively, yeah. because people were getting up and they go, Oh, it's really cold in it. And they'd adjust the thermostat and go, Oh, that's better. That's <laughs> better in it. Yeah. And it wasn't doing anything at all. Of course we so we um we went to the same Kingdom Hall. We were in the same yes. congregation. It was called Crayford at the time. I yes. don't think Crayford even exists now, does it? Um yes, I think it oh, does. does it? But it's I not in that old does. hall now, is it? No, it's uh, Bexley Heath now. So that old kingdom, there was an old kingdom hall at the bottom of mm. um, Fraser Road in Erith, and it used to be a um, cinema. That's right. Yeah, I've actually got, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've actually got a video of um, that kingdom hall being turned well, being turned from a cinema into a kingdom hall. Now, you <laughs> probably have a copy of what my brother had because he mm. found it on a video cassette. Yes. I think he got it converted 
onto a DVD, but unfortunately, since I left, I don't didn't get a copy of it. Well, I've still got that, so you can have oh, a copy of that if you want. Oh, that'd be brilliant. If you could <laughs> there put is, it somewhere where I can download this it. This cinema, it was like really, really tall, oh, wasn't it? It's was huge, mm. huge building. Absolutely. And uh, there is actually, in that video, there is a scene where I think it's Derek Wenham. Yeah. Remember Derek, the guy that used to like uh, yeah. giving talks about animals. He's got, he's got three wooden ladders because aluminium ladders were not the thing in the day were they <laughs> that's right three wooden ladders roped together yes <laughs> and it's like there's this really big bend in it <laughs> health and safety yeah. was not a key issue then no was it? no no and he's he's at the didn't top they have, there was a tree in the middle of it when they got it didn't wasn't it was. there? Do, it was. do you i don't know if you know the story as well but um when they went to buy it do you know the story about that no uh, i moved uh, in after the well, I, I wasn't. I wasn't actually born because I think it was about sixty-eight or sixty-nine when they got yeah. hold of this. Because my apparently my brother that died is in that video. Oh, uh, so it must have been just before it. Anyway, right. um, long long story short, basically what happened was they were they were looking for a kingdom hall, hmm. and they came across the old cinema. Of course, it was all derelict. There was a tree growing in the middle of it. There was no so roof. much damp. No roof. No roof. Yeah, yeah it was a right mess. And they went to have a look at it, and um, they said, oh, we're going to have to think about it. And um, they only had something like £3,000, which back then was a lot of money, obviously. And the guy that was showing them around, he said, um, no, uh, no, we want more than that. We want £5,000. And they said, we're not sure we can stretch to that. £3,000 is our limit. He said, well, you know, if you don't give us £5,000, you can't have it, basically. So he's, they said, well, can we have the weekend to think about it and we'll, we'll come and see you on Sunday? And he went, yeah, 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 it's fine. Anyway, they went to the guy's house on the Sunday, knocked at the door, and this lady opens the door. She said, can I help you? And, and they said, oh, we'll come and see some and so gentlemen. And she said, what's it about? And they said, well, it's about the uh, cinema. Um, we won't be able to afford the 5000 that he wants. And she said, what do you mean 5000 I only want 3000 And they said, what do you mean you only want 3000 She said, it's mine. It's not his. Oh no! <laughs> he was trying <laughs> to get another trying two to get an extra two grand out. Of <laughs> yeah, oh, brilliant. And she said, "No, if three thousand is what you're offering, you can have it." And and they were all in their mindset of, "We're not going to get this. There's no way we're going to get this." And that's how they got it. And, that, and this was so. in the days when you bought your own kingdom hall. Yes, there's none of, none of this business of uh, you know the society owns the kingdom hall. You no. bought that kingdom hall and yeah. it was yours. The congregation saved Sorry, up the money and that right. was it. You paid for it, the gas you know. and electric and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, absolutely. I remember and, that uh, kingdom hall from um, so from '77 when I moved in. Some of the things mm-hmm. that happened there. I'll just tell you a couple of them that I remember. Um, it had an asbestos roof, <laughs> and yeah. it leaked. Yeah. So there's two things I remember with the roof. The, the first one is, and you'll probably remember this, the day the roof fell in, and there was, there, there, there used to be a load of old sisters that all sat on the front row. Yes. And the day the roof fell in, they were literally covered in asbestos. Yes. Remember that? I do. I do remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. I think your nan was amongst <clears throat> them, wasn't it, Jenny? She she was one of them. Um, oh, my nan was funny. Uh, Louis McCready. That's it. <laughs> oh, Maud, uh, Maud. Maud. Another lady. Yeah, Molly and, White. Um, yeah. <laughs> with the uh, with the rotten Doris, teeth. 
Dorothy. Dorothy. But, um, yeah. Uh, Dorothy that. used to drive uh, a Dolomite. Uh, um, Triumph. Dolomite, yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's right. And they uh, and it yeah. always was pulling wheelies because she had like every single every... available watchtower in the back of her car. In, in so the boot of her she car. called on the door and she said, oh, I remember an article that used to talk about what we're talking about. Three minutes later, she'd be knocking yeah. on the door again with the with the magazine. And From then 19, return, 1952, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've still got the original. Well, that package. roof, that roof, in the end, we mm. decided we had to put a new roof on that place because it was, mm. it was basically leaking, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. rain coming through. And... Um, I say it was a really, really tall cinema, and mm. you used to go up this like big, big wide staircase up to the top, and then mm-hmm. there was like the projector room, and yes. which was the second uh, school, wasn't it? And then, but then you could go up again. So you had a balcony, and then there was a little door by the balcony where you you'd go b- up again onto the roof. I think that that one was the projector room. Because originally the, was the projector room yeah yes because it was it was right behind the balcony and, it, yeah whereas there was another one that was just below that like as you got near the top of the stairs there was a room wasn't there and then you went up a few more That's steps it, and then you went up a few more steps That's and then right. there was a door on the right hand side you went through there and that took you up to the roof yes that's it that's right yeah. right so <laughs> i remember being I'm sh- I'm, i don't know if you were involved in this but mm. i would i can't have been more than about eight at mm. the time, eight or nine. And we were actually on that roof with like, no, there was no scaffolding. There was nothing <laughs> yeah. to stop you falling off this thing. And this was like yeah. sort of a three-story building, wasn't it? Yeah. And we were literally, as kids, ripping the asbestos off this roof <laughs> and throwing it off the top of the roof. And it would it would like float down to the ground. These sheets were like sort of, you know, six before sheets of asbestos. Mm. Smash into the skip underneath on the road and there was like this massive cloud of asbestos that would like cover all the cars up the street all the people standing at the bus stop do you remember that (laughs) well i don't actually remember i I do remember the ceiling like leaking and and bits of the ceiling coming down i do remember that i don't remember going up on there probably my dad probably because i was a little bit younger yeah yeah i went eight years old is old enough to be on a roof yeah um then there was um do you remember re-upholstering the seats yes now, wasn't that because uh, yes. of, of a break-in? There was they a break-in. squirted Ajax or Jif or something over the seats. It was yeah. like an ammonia, and it stained all the seats, didn't it? Yeah. Because they were like um, like a, velvet, a red velvet, dark red velvet, red velvet seat, because they were like cinema seats, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, someone and broke in uh, and hid in the cleaning cupboard. Yeah. And then after we'd all left, um, they went around and... Poured, uh, Ajax on all, I also on remember because we used to get a lot of problems with the kids that used to bang on the doors and, we did. and stuff. And we used to have um, we one year I remember we were just leaving and it was yes. an evening and I'm trying to remember the lady's name, um, Peggy. It was um, oh Peggy, yeah, yeah, Dolly's Peggy. Dolly's yeah, sister, yeah. Peggy. Dolly's sister, yeah, Peggy. And she went out the main door, and as she went out the main door, this firework. Someone went shot her with a um, homemade yeah, mortar, they put, didn't they? <laughs> they they put a firework in a, yeah. in a gutter tube. That's right. And aimed it at the door, and as she came out, the, it, it hit her. It caught her neck. No, it wasn't that that caught her neck. It zoomed past her, and then they threw. They were throwing bottles, and a, a bottle caught her neck and cut her neck. And all the young lads, Barry right, and. With oh, Barry and yeah. Rick and Steve and all the other, all yeah. the young lads went chasing after him, didn't they? 
Yeah, I don't know what they were going to do if they yeah, turned the corner okay. and there was like 20 of them because that would have been, you <laughs> That's know. Right. I remember but that. these kids, they just had no respect for people, did they, you know. Well, they used to, yeah, um, they the doors either side of the platform at the front of the King yes. Hall that went out to the main road, they were metal doors. And the kids right. used to... They were fire exits, weren't they? They were fire exits and the kids yeah. used to uh, hang around by the doors, sort of take drugs and smoke and they used to bang the doors, didn't they? And they used to make mm. all the little old sisters jump on the front yeah. row. And uh, I remember, I think it was your dad actually said, "What um, you know, we, we need to come up with a solution, wasn't it? Yeah. And I can't remember who it was. It might have been someone like Dave Boylan. But <laughs> someone put their hand up and suggested that we wire the doors to the mains electric. <laughs> <laughs> so the next yeah. time, do you remember? And, I'll, and it was your dad that said something like, well, I was thinking more along the lines of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I think in the end they they did a couple of things. They they put like these because a lot of heat was lost through those doors as well because they weren't very. Um, put another set of doors very, in front of yeah, them. Yeah, they? they put another set of doors in front of them, made them like a like a little corridor bit, and sealed right. it off. So if there was any noise, it was kind of like muffled. But then in the end, they also ended up because they owned a little bit of the land outside the hall to the street. It was not lot, not much. Oh, but okay. I didn't they ended know that. up putting um, a fence with some gates. Oh, so that right. if there was a fire, you could still get out. That must have but been after I left. <clears throat> yeah, people couldn't mm. get to the doors in the end because these these iron rope, um, you know, iron mm. uh, gate thing was put up. So that helped. Dave, as well. Dave would have probably still want them electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably electrified the fence. Electrified the fence. Yeah. No, uh, uh, yeah. That, that that was a, a really awesome. It mm. was a really awesome congregation. I've got a lot of fond memories. Yeah. Of everybody there. And yeah. it was it was just one of those congregations growing up as a kid as well. The elders were all your mates, weren't they? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was just, they were just a lovely bunch. Lovely, mm. lovely bunch. Really, I think they were really pretty it. well grounded, weren't they, in uh, what what was they, sensible and right? They were. And I, I left uh, I left Crayford when I was um, 17. It was 1986 I left right. Crayford, and that was the worst mistake we ever made, I think, moving up right. to uh, – I moved up to a little congregation in uh, Nottinghamshire, a right. little rural congregation where the elders were like monsters, and um, <laughs> yeah. they'd yeah. never seen a young person. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this child? Who is yeah. this person? Yeah, coming yeah, in. Absolutely. So, but, uh, yeah, I, lo- I loved it. And we used to get – we used to do all sorts of other, other stuff outside of – like the yeah. religious stuff, didn't we? Do you remember mm-hmm. doing the uh, stage play of Oliver, Oliver Twist? I do. And I have I got that. on my computer, um, I'll, I'll see if I can find it, but you might have a copy of it anyway, Of that someone's taken of you, that's uh, all dressed up. Yeah. Um, I was the Artful Dodger. Yes, that's right. And my I, sister I Sue was um, Oliver. <laughs> a bit of transgenderism going on there. Well, and uh, you were just, you were just, just some kid, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some random right. kid yeah. with yeah. With, uh, with a hole in his trousers, which that's was right, yeah, just my normal normal attire, really. And that that was actually so popular that that show. So so basically, mm. what we did was we um, we all went down a school playing field and we practiced the songs, mm. um, and. Uh, some of the elders arranged it. I think my dad and your dad got involved with, uh, yeah. you know, the music and what have you. And uh, we actually hired a big theatre for the evening, didn't we? And it, mm. it was, um, I say sold out. The tickets were free, but... Um, yeah, all the seats were filled. It went over, like, two or three nights, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It did it several times over. 
yeah, yeah, very good, very good. You Brilliant. still have those sort of things. Do you remember uh, football at? Uh, I can't remember the name of the park that we used to go to after the meeting. Um, I've got. I don't know if this was the one that you came to, but I know for a while they used to go to Hall Place. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Go over to Hall Place afterwards, which started off okay, and then, and then some of the some of them that were playing uh, started getting a little bit rough. <laughs> well, the there was like 40 aside <laughs> it, was, yeah, it, it was a bit of it a was bonkers, you know, if you it? had the ball you ran for your life because right. you had like 20 blokes after you i'll tell you, you know, something tell you something about that there was a um a lad um that came he wasn't in our congregation mm. but he came to play football and like you say it got a bit rough and i remember chasing after this 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 fella and um I, I lunged for him. <laughs> yeah, it was more like rugby than football, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I lunged for him and I grabbed his shorts and I pulled his, sh- his shorts and his pants clean <laughs> off. Yeah. It was like really embarrassing, yeah? Didn't think anything of it. But <clears throat> this is years later now, so I'm like in my 40s, <laughs> okay, and I've moved up north to Retford mm. Congregation and I was at the meeting and we had a visiting speaker and this guy's on the platform giving this talk, and I'm thinking, I know this fella. Oh, no. I know this fella. <laughs> sure, I know this fella. And afterwards, I went up to him, I said, we've met, haven't we? <laughs> he says, yeah, you're that kid that pulled my pants off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he remembered that. And you, is that why, did you then say, oh, that's probably why I didn't Oh, that's it. right, yes. Yeah, I wasn't, Hang on, pull your trousers down. That's oh, it, no, yeah, I'm... I wasn't looking at your face. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, stuff didn't we... Didn't recognise you with your clothes on. Yeah. Stuff we did together as kids, oh. honestly. Can you remember anything else we did as kids? Not just religious I, stuff, but... No, no, no. I remember I remember coming round your house. Did, didn't you have a train set in your bedroom? I did. On on the bit that went over the stairs, yeah, is that did. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, we we used to <laughs> we used to come over and like you'd always have your Commodore. You had a Commodore sixty four computer, I and yeah. I had a Spectrum, and we was like like mini rivals about which one was better. <laughs> yeah. It was Commodore like, well, mine can do better. this, no, mine can do that, and you know all this little yeah. mini rivalry going on. And I remember one time, I, I my teeth needed adjusting. And I had a, I'd, I'd, I'd already had a fixed brace on every tooth, That's, and then yeah. when that had gone, I had like, um, just a like a retainer kind of thing that went yeah. up into the top of my mouth just to finish it off. Yeah, that's disgusting. But I used to, wasn't it? <laughs> I used to take it out to eat because otherwise yeah. you get food trapped in the top of it because it, it, it had like a plastic plate bit that went up, up to the top of your gum. And I remember taking it off, eating whatever, and drinking coke or whatever we had crisps or whatever, and then I think. I just forgot about it. Yeah. And then I think a few weeks went past and didn't you pull back the curtain one day? And yeah. It was there on the, <laughs> on the window ledge. Yeah, it was there, moulding yeah. away. Yeah, absolutely. And sort of like, do you want you to think? No, not really. <laughs> oh, we, we, we used to spend summer holidays together, basically, oh, didn't we? You'd be we over did. mine or I'd be over yours. We took it in turns, didn't we? Took it in turns. Yeah. And uh, we had this we had this arrangement whereby you could never go to each other's house without taking something with you. No, that's right. You know. Uh, no, that was most, our, mum, that was, our mums were <laughs> there. the mums would they? say, like, you can't go you can't, out. Yeah, if you're going to have dinner over there, you've got to take something, a little contribution towards the food, wasn't it? Well, we ended up, um, <laughs> remember this. I, I, I know what's coming. You brought a can of beans over. <laughs> yes. Which was fine, but we didn't actually have beans that day. So the next time I went over to your house, <laughs> I took a, a can of beans. <laughs> yeah. 
And then the next time you came over, can of beans, and I'm pretty sure it was the same day. I think can it was the same can. I'm almost It probably certain. went past its sell by date, but we still bought this can. And then you it actually, uh, like, you, know, you came up to see me a while back, didn't you? All the way from London yeah, up to uh, right. Rotherham, where I live now. And what did you bring? Yeah, can of beans. Can of beans. Uh, there's another story similar to that, actually. I'll quickly mention it if I may. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, please. When, keep uh, going. when I was born, um, Marion McKinley, she um, <laughs> she was excited to hear whether my mum was having another boy because if you, uh, there was my two older sisters, then yeah. there was a boy called Jonathan who died in it two was, years before I was born, yeah. which was very sad because, I mean, how they got through that, I don't Tragic, know. He was only eight and he had a brain hemorrhage, which is so sad. Mm. But he obviously died. But he was in between the four girls. So there's two girls. Then it was him. Then there was another two girls. Well, obviously, he had died. My mum had got pregnant a couple of years later. And Marion was keen to find out if this new baby that was being born, because they didn't have all the scanning tech like they did <laughs> they do now. Was it a boy? Was it a girl? You know? And my mum, she, my mum rang her up, and she was so excited to hear it was a boy that she burnt the bacon that she was cooking. Of course, Peter liked his bacon and eggs, and she'd left it in the oven, and it just caught fire. So when when I got married, I paid the debt, and I actually took round her a pack of Danish um, <laughs> round bacon, to, round to Marion McKinley, yeah, just to pay off the debt. Oh, <laughs> well, you know that can food. that can of beans you brought up. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're still in my cupboard. <laughs> so you'll get them back at some point I'm looking forward to it do you remember the overcoats uh, yes yeah oh you know why we, look, we, look, well, we uh, looked like trench men didn't we almost we did but I thought I actually looked like um, Edward Woodward <laughs> with the equaliser <laughs> the equaliser yeah he used yes. to wear a long overcoat didn't he and, that's it uh, and the hats and the trilby hats yeah, yeah we, and we used to go around together with long overcoats and trilby hats the problem was I had a massive head and my my trilby hat didn't fit. <laughs> so you came up with this bright idea. We came mm. home and I'm like, how can I make this trilby hat fit? And <laughs> you said a bit of a bit of heat and, and moisture might help. <laughs> so what you did, you ran a hot bath and you put you put my trilby hat in the bath, right? And then you took a flat leather football and put it inside my hat. And pumped it up with a with a pump. I'm not. It ended up looking like a bowler hat, a bowler hat that was massive. <laughs> oh, God, that wasn't a oh, good. Yes. That wasn't a good look. No. Talking of water. Oh yeah. Go on. Do you remember that huge volume of water that came out of your fish tank? I do. So I had a uh, I had a ten gallon <laughs> fish tank in my bedroom. And I also, which was lovely. Which was great. It mm. had an angel fish and a sucking Beautiful. loach and all sorts mm. of things in it. Yeah, guppies yep. and. Um, but I also uh, used to keep my new racer. uh, racing bike in there, didn't I? Yeah. And we just got back from a wedding. A wedding was if it? I remember yeah, rightly. Yeah, that's right. Late yeah. in the evening, and you were stopping over at my house. Yeah, because it was just around the corner from the reception, wasn't it? It was where you lived, and you were st- you were stopping over, and you were sleeping yeah. on the floor in my bedroom, if I remember that's rightly. Right. Yeah. And I was uh, I was in my bed. <laughs> I needed a needed a wee, didn't I? Yeah. And I got up to go to the loo, and I knocked my racing bike over and put the handlebars straight through the. Because uh, what? 
didn't you have it up on its back wheel or something up because of the room yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah so the, the thing was up standing vertical wasn't it yeah and uh, it just came wardrobe. over didn't it yeah and it just fell forward straight into the tank it, but it I, I broke. do you remember do you remember the fish <laughs> i all i rem what i remember was the size of the it looked like a tube of water coming well, you, out well you were you were sleeping directly underneath the hole yeah yeah i, I felt like yeah. i felt like i should have gone jack jack you know from titanic, <laughs> titanic yeah. <laughs> suddenly the whole floor was wet and but it was just waking up to that volume of water i couldn't believe how wide that water was coming out of the tank where the hole no. in the tank and it it was seconds, and it was gone, and it was all gone, in the floor. Yeah. And there was all these fish flapping about on the carpet, and and I'm saying, you've got to tell your dad, you've got to tell your dad, and I remember your words, dad's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I remember running down the stairs, going, Uncle Brian, Uncle Brian, I think you need to come upstairs. And he was sitting on sitting down on the on his chair reading, reading the reading paper. Reading the paper, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and and I went, Uncle Brian, Uncle Brian. You've got to come upstairs. And he looked at me, and as he looked at me, this drip of water landed on the newspaper. And then he looked up, and the ceiling was bulging, and the light fitting. There was water running down the light fitting. And you know what? It's so funny, because I remember this. He, he looked at me very calmly, and he just said, I don't think you can stay tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you reckon you want to come upstairs? <laughs> I don't think you wanted to stay tonight. And he ended up, he ended up ringing uh, Clive up, Clive Roberts, yeah. one of the elders who owned a hire shop. And he yeah. came around with one of those um, vacs. water vacs. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, wet and dry vacuum cleaners. And or, sucked, big all the, industrial version. sucked all the water up. I never did find my sucking loach. <laughs> Never did find so that. to this day, it could still be in the floorboards or probably could, as a skeleton. Could still be there somewhere. Yeah. Well, he'd only just, um, my dad had only just decorated that room as well downstairs. Oh. Um, and I remember Clive coming around and Clive says, the only way that we're going to get the water out is to drill holes in the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> so dear. Clive's going around with a drill, <laughs> drilling holes in the ceiling and there's buckets of water coming out, wasn't there? Catching it, yeah. Yeah, oh, which God. when you think back, that probably was the sensible idea because if you'd have left it, it would have just all come oh, the down ceiling or something. Have, the ceiling would have come in, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, all, so, awful. Uh, some great memories. I mean, there was, mm. there was stuff like um, the day we kidnapped my sister's baby doll, <laughs> held it to <laughs> ransom for 50p. That was pretty good. The time we went down, uh, we spent an entire summer holidays seeing how many volleys we could do on the school playground. Remember yes. That? Yes, because that was my school was just around the corner from you. Well, behind your house, wasn't it, effectively? And, and the uh, we day, had huge fields. The mm. day I um, somehow managed to get my bicycle chain in a knot. Do you know, to this day, I still can't understand how on earth you did that. I don't. It was really weird, been, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. We had to un we had to undo Unlink the links, it. didn't we, yeah. to get the, the knot out. and. And I remember you ringing me up and going, I don't know, I've done it. I've got a knot in my chain. And I, I'm just, and I, on the other end of the phone, I was kind of thinking, oh, just undo what you did, surely. You can't, <laughs> there's only a few ways you can have a chain. Yeah. And you go, but I've got it in a knot. And I'm thinking, that's not possible. And I, I went around with my um, tool that I had for taking the links off. And I'm looking at it thinking, how on earth have you done that? Where and you it was it? in a natural knot, wasn't it? It was crazy. 